This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So... What makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, October 21st, and we are here to try to take the mystery out of your financial life. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be so mysterious, but it, it it could be that there is something bugging you. It's been bugging you for a while and you want to try to figure out, well, how can I make this stop bugging me? If that's the case, then give us a holler. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click on the contact button, and if you are willing to come on the program, then all you need to do, all you need to do is just say, I want to come on the program. Mark does everything else. It's a miracle, truly. Okay, so today we have Brian from Austin, Texas, who's on the line. Brian, you are like the center of the universe. That's a hot city right now. How's it going? It's going all right. Yeah, it is a hot city. Yeah. Certainly real estate wise. Yeah. yeah. So, what's yeah. going on? What brings you to our airwaves today? Uh, yeah. So, you know, I just kind of wanted to get a gut check on where I am with respect to retirement. I, I tend to be more anxious. I, I'm, a, I'm a numbers guy, so I'm always tracking and checking in on my portfolio and everything. And so, you know, I kind of wanted some uh, straight shooter advice to either calm my nerves or, or say, you know, I should be doing something different. Okay. Tell us what's going on and we're going to calm those nerves. Okay. So give us the, give us the, the download. Yeah. So, I mean, I, uh, my, my wife and I, uh, we, we have, uh, our income's about $180,000 a year, mm -hmm. um, combined. We don't really have any other debt other than mortgages. We have, uh, our primary residence is, uh, worth about $950,000 and, we uh, have an outstanding mortgage on that that we just refinanced 
it's got about 260,000 left. Wow. So a lot of home equity. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, so not, not sure what to do with that, but that's, you know, a consequence of the hot Austin market. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a rental income, uh, rental property that we have split with another uh, a couple. Uh, really? That, when did you do that? Like how long ago? Uh, back in, I think, 2013. I, I kind of wanted to diversify uh, investments a bit. And so, uh, but at the time, you know, I was just kind of out of grad school and I didn't have a whole lot of extra cash. And uh, in order to get into the real estate market, you know, a rental had to put a little bit more down. So we ended up splitting it with a close, uh, you know, friend of ours. And uh, it's been going well. How much is that worth? Uh, it's probably worth 550 now. I had a 15 year note. There's only seven years left. Oh my so, gosh. Three percent, yeah. So there's only like seventy thousand dollars left to pay on it now. Okay, and it's fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty. Yep. What kind of income does it drive? Uh, it mostly just kind of pays for itself because we took the shorter note. We kind of cover our expenses, and it doesn't mm-hmm. really really cash flow. Okay. Well, all right. So, is the intention to keep it and like let it just keep pumping away, or do you guys maybe enticed by the the pop in real estate prices and want to sell it? Like, what's the game plan? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that has occurred to us. It has been tempting. But uh, I mean, the original game plan when we bought it was, you know, let's have this as, a, as an investment. Uh, and that 15 year window was so that when our kids were ready for college, we could sell it or have some sort of additional income and help them uh, with college. Uh, okay. we, you know, we, we didn't anticipate the explosion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So and yeah. the other couple in a similar situation to you financially? Basically. Yeah. Okay. Basically. What did you pay for the rental? Uh, two ten. So it would be a tax hit, but you know, listen, you'd still have a lot of money, a pile of money left over. Okay. Now let's talk about your retirement. What have you guys done? We have, you know, different piles. So we have about 120,000, let's say in taxable accounts. Mm-hmm. And then we have, uh, our, our work retirement accounts, which, uh, which are just in 401ks and those, you know, add up to, I don't know, maybe 500,000. And then we have Roth IRAs, which mm-hmm. which add up to maybe three hundred thousand. I would say all in all, we have about uh, retirement savings around a million dollars. Are you including the taxable also? I am. I am. Oh, okay. Okay. It. Yes, yes. And the retirement plans at work are pre-tax. Those are traditional four hundred one k's, or is it a mix? Those are all traditional. Yeah, okay. Right now, are you both maxing out your retirement accounts? I mean, are you, and and how old are you? I forgot. Yeah. To ask so I, yeah, I'm. Uh, we're. I'm forty three early forties, maybe uh-huh. pushing mid. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. I would so say I, early as long as I could, my man. Yeah. I'll, I'll hang on to early. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, you know, I think, um, uh, yes, we, we are maxing out now, you know, uh, I, so I went to grad school and I was used to not making much money for a long time in my life. And then mm-hmm. I finally got out of grad school and, you know, started working my way up. So we're, we're now at the point where my wife works part time, but we are at the point where we have enough money that we can easily max out. Uh, our 401k, so we, we both contribute our max amounts there. Uh, we max out our, our Roth contributions. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is the 401ks bring down our adjusted income, right? So we can sock that away. You wouldn't have to necessarily do it because you own a home, you have deductions, you're basically in the 22% tax bracket, essentially, mm-hmm. for most of your money, all right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I would, because you live in Texas, there's no state income tax. Right. I would probably switch to Roth. Uh, Mark is going to weigh in on this. I know he's going to want to say Roth. 
no brainer. Mark says it's a no brainer for you. And so I think that that I agree with that only because of like where you live, you've got a good tax situation already. It's nice to lock in that money that's already been taxed. You already got a big chunk pre-tax. Yeah. And you're already right. Exactly right. The point, you know, you've got, so this, if you were to move to the Roth environment, then you'd probably in the next few years, basically go like half of your money's been is like tax preference. Half of it is not. I would love that. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What about an emergency reserve fund? Do you have that? Yeah, so we have about uh, $30,000 between savings and checking. Okay. And you have kids? Yep, two, two girls, nine and seven. What are we doing for college? Well, hook them right horns. Now, hook them horns. Yeah, hook them horns. Yes. Go, go, you. UT. Yeah. So, uh, I, well, you know, uh, I started 529s when they were when they were born and mm-hmm. just contributing along the way when we had chances. They both have about $50,000. Mm. What's the game plan here for you guys? Like in terms of how do you like what you do? Are you into working really hard till like you drop dead? What What's your what's your sort of general game plan when it comes to retirement planning? Yeah, I you know I'd like to to stop working as soon as I can. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, so you're very yeah. happy in that. Very I, I love it. No, yes, you know I, I love mean, it. I, I love it, and uh, tomorrow is good. Uh, yeah, I'll see. exactly. Uh, no, I mean I, uh, I I would like to retire. I think at sixty. I, mm-hmm. I think we would both like to retire then, and that's that seems like a reasonable time frame. And uh, so so that's kind of our, our goal. You know, mm-hmm. we'd also like to be able to pay for our children's college. It's so hard to predict that with the way the college prices are going up. I know. It's a heavy lift. When you say pay for college, I presume you want to stay in the state system because you have a good state system. Or do you, are you saying, oh, no, we would like them to go to Baylor? I would love for them to go to stay in the state. I mean, UT is a great school. Yeah. So, yeah. They'd have to live home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. That, that, they might not <laughs> want to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What else do I need to know about your financial lives that I'm not taking to, into account right now? No, I mean, I think you have the, the, the big picture. I mean, you have mm-hmm. everything. And so now it's like, well, you know, how should we feel? How, how aggressive should we continue to be? What do we do with that next dollar? And is there anything I should be thinking about to do with, the, with that home equity? I mean, we talked about the rental mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. my own. Yeah, primary property. Yeah, well, don't pay anything extra on your home equity, right? On your home, your primary home mortgage. Any pension or anything like that? Unfortunately not, no. You're each putting, wait a second, because your wife works part-time. Is he? Is she maxing out to 19500 or is she, she putting in less? She is. No, we're putting like 50% of her salary away. Yeah, oh, nice. Together. Okay, yeah. so it is. Mm-hmm. I think that the rental property is ripe to help boost your early retirement. That's what I will tell you. I'm not saying you have to do it tomorrow, but I do think that having that as a liquid asset is going to allow you more flexibility. Again, Mark, I don't think he has to do it this second. He doesn't have to pull the trigger. I hesitate to like wait so long. Like let's wait until tax rates go up all over the board. So I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm just saying, I think you should start to really talk to this other couple about like, hey man, this $200,000 investment that is more than doubled, more than doubled Mm -hmm. in less than a decade. 
are we idiots to just let that equity sit there? And I think that that is a real question worth asking yourselves and the other couple. Well, because they just think it's going to continue to go up. Well, I mean, it could, but what if it didn't? I know, but they don't think that way. People just think, oh, it's going to keep going up. Yeah, I know. I, how do you think that that would be received on the other end? What do you think, Brian? Well, you know, we we it is sort of we've touched on it, like I said, because of the way things have been going. One of them, the 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 wife, she's she seems adamant to keep it. She she likes real estate. Oh, good. Then they can buy you out. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Right. How about that? Right. You know what? I love this idea. Just say to her, we totally get that, and I think you and your wife need to talk. I mean, it'd be interesting to look at these numbers. Let's say they bought out your half. They have to refinance and you walk away after tax with 200 grand, 200 grand. It is possible that having that money and having that liquidity now is quite worth your while. So I think you should talk to your wife about it before you have this conversation. But I do think that if she's hell bent on keeping it, like what you may want to do is actually have this conversation sooner rather than later and say like, hey, you know what? We've been thinking about it. We are probably looking at we really want to sell it in the next couple of years. And if that's the case, we're happy to take the money today because we know interest rates are low and you need to refinance to buy us out. That is a fair thing to say if you really want that. If you don't, then you're rolling the dice. Right, right. And then, but then what do you do with that, with that cash? You just, Dude, you got a taxable account, you pop your yeah, 200 yeah. grand in there and you rock and roll. And like, yeah. that's it. It's yeah. amazing. Of course, like, I feel like, are we just, I just want to be um, uh, full disclosure. We just had a conversation with a guy who's got like a real estate deal with four other people of his generation <laughs> and is about to have like a very uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. And so the sooner you can have these kinds of conversations with people with whom you own real estate, mm-hmm. the better it would be. Yeah. Now, fortunately it's been, it's, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty laid back and it's been, you know, we, we were a little hesitant at first, but it, it's been fine. Everything's been working out. So anything else you have your, do you have your estate planning? Do you have your life insurance? Do you have all your other stuff done? Yeah. Yeah. We're all set there. You put a ribbon on it. Yeah. Beautiful. So, uh, Mark, how are you feeling about Brian's situation? I think he's in good shape. As far as the rental, I don't know. I'm not really feeling like he's in a rush to get rid of it. I know. It's so weird. We've had two calls this week, two conversations with people about real estate and the emotional attachment to the real estate. So I got to tell you the story. I know this couple who decided they were going in on a beach house with with, uh, in-laws. So two sisters and the husbands all by this beach house, a complete disaster it's become complete disaster. So I just want to make this a public service announcement to please, could everyone be a little bit more careful about these choices around going into uh, real estate partnerships? It can be great. Sometimes it doesn't work so well. And you absolutely should be clear that this could be a disaster. And are you willing to like singe your relationship? Because that's what happened in this case. It's bad. It was bad. So anyway, let's uh, close out the day and just say thanks so much to Brian from Austin for sharing that with us. And if you would like some help with looking at your own retirement and maybe a little nudge about real estate that you own and maybe leveraging the, the big boom in real estate prices to help fund your future goals, why don't you give us a holler? Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact button, and just let us know what the question is and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. That's what Mark is all about. He loves everyone on the air. And while you're on the website, 
We got tons of stuff. You can read old columns, listen to old shows. You can also check out our other podcast called Jill on Money. Hmm, how about that? Sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Just hang out at the website as much as you can. Mark Delercio is the best executive producer in the world. We are distributed by CBS. Try to do something nice for someone today. And remember, curiosity, compassion, community. That's what we're about here at Eye on Money. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.